Bonjour amigos, welcome back. Really here, this is really happening. Forthcoming. What's the scariest fucking thing that could happen now that election season is officially here? Plus a win-win for society and Mormon missionaries. And the future podcast juggernaut that is Aaron Carter's cock. We'll get to it. We will get to it. As always, that's uh, Fish B right there, the extra-dimensional musical genius, playing a hot lead. You're a, you're a good fishbowl, Fish B. But first, and I think this is a totally fair question to ask, where the fuck have I been? There has been not one, but two Bob's Fishbowl Return from Summer Vacation False Starts. Unacceptable. And I will spare you the mundane details of uh, mental illness and just psychologically feeling wrong, 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 wrong. But the question that I kept coming back to in those times of tumult, the, the, real, the real stumbling block for me, is once this question got into my mind, I had to resolve it. And that question is, am I 100% sure that the beast that is Bob's fishbowl is the best, most productive use of my time. Time that is a finite resource, a life I live that has already cheated death twice, nothing to quite remind you how precious and how fleeting the gift of life can be, than a -a once-in-a-century global flu pandemic. So we start asking ourselves these tough questions, and maybe it's a midlife crisis. I don't think so. i got a birthday next week, but I don't think so. But I really sincerely, I kept coming back to, am I 100% sure that this here Bob's Fishbowl thing is the best use of my time? And what I concluded is, I'm not capable of ever being 100% sure about anything. But I think I'm 90, maybe even 93.7% sure that this is, in fact, the best use of the limited amount of days that I have left. And what got me that conclusion is thinking about this little thing from every single angle, this little bangerang of ours. And I concluded that even if only three people listen, and after two and a half years, my hunch is it's more than three, but let's just use three as a number. Even being part of, of... Three people's day. There is, there is a shortage of joy in this world. There is a shortage of smiles in this world. There is a shortage of thinking, I think, sometimes in this crazy world. 
even if it's just three people whose day you bring a little more light than was there before, um, then, then it's worth it to me. You know, uh, three, I, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jackass. I'm not, I'm not fucking joking. Like three people, like that's enough for me to continue this process. Plus ideas and smiles for that matter and laughter are, are, are powerful, powerful things. And while I can't exactly explain to you with a uh, biological and atmospheric precision how a butterfly flapping its wings in Africa can cause a chain reaction that leads to a hurricane six months later, I can't exactly explain that chain reaction, but I know it happens. That same chain reaction happens with ideas... So I'm, uh, I can, uh, I can live, even if the number is, uh, is only three. However, there is the dilemma that when it comes to these, uh, when it comes to these podcast things, unless you're, when you're trying to build one, unless you're already quasi famous in some capacity or have a brilliant angle or brilliant investigation and the ability to promote it. Um, creating and sustaining a quote-unquote successful podcast is indeed is indeed a tall order. But I have had the joy and the freedom of fucking up all the time over the last two and a half plus years and slowly discovering a, a show that I actually really kind of like. It's because I've managed to build this thing that not only people enjoy, but but it's also it's it, it's everything or almost that I like in a show. I, I mean, at any given moment, it could be about politics, pop culture, sex, philosophy, or arts, or strong opinions, or 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 or, or, or comedy, and it's got a good vibe. And it's weird as fuck. And weird as fuck. Well, sign me up for that show. That's something that me and an extra-dimensional musical genius of a fishbowl could do. That sounds like fun. Sign me up for that. Hell yes, I would. Uh, I would do that. And then selfishly, um, due to the the creative lift of of doing this show five days a week. Um, Although sometimes I do feel that grinds me down, it it forces me uh, to live the healthiest lifestyle possible. It also organizes my brain in a way that allows the world to make more sense to me. So it is a, it is a win, 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 win. Let's just uh, let's just hope that we're right. All right, so that, I'm sorry, that's where I've been. But now that we've resolved the question, are we 100% sure that Bob's fishbowl is, is the best use of our time? So, all right. Now, that fish be, I, I could have devoted like an entire interlude show to that, but I didn't want to. Let's just, let's just do that. And now, uh, God, we're going to run a little long, but that's okay. Let's, uh, let's get into, qu- usually these things are about 20 minutes. This one... I already have a hunch it's going to bleed a few minutes longer. So with that fish being, let's just do our best. Be concise. Don't waste my time. What's question one? Let's go, little buddy. It's after Labor Day. Election season is now. 
What scares you the most? I am not wishing this into fruition. This is what scares me the most. I don't want this to happen. And I hope by saying it aloud, I am not, I am not uh, 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 putting energy into its existence. Rather, I hope by saying it, I actually jinx it and it doesn't happen. But the thing that scares me the most at these fucking protests is a mass shooting. Is a mass shooting. Because once these guns start firing, I mean, we have a battle in Civil War 2.0. I mean, it is, tempers are running too hot, and we are armed to the teeth on both sides. There, there is extremes on both sides that are armed to the teeth, that are slowly but surely dragging civilization in the middle. Uh, I feel like uh, civilization's in a little bit of tug of war right now, and it's scary. it scares the fuck out of me. It really, really does. And it's not too hard to imagine a world where if there was a mass shooting, the vast majority of Americans, civilization, would basically be, you know what, enough is enough, and we got to clear these streets. But to do that, to, you know, get rid of protests for a while, however long that is, I mean, wouldn't that require a declaration of martial law, military law, to prevent us from our constitutional right to peaceably assemble? And uh, wouldn't that very act be the, be the second action in, uh, in World War II, or excuse me, Civil War 2.0? Yeah, so that scares me. Scares me, it does. It does scare me. What's next, Fishby? Something less scary, I hope. If you were king, who would be in charge of SWAT team police raids? If, uh, if, I, if I was king, the mad king. If, uh, if I was king. I think maybe a better way of saying it is in a perfect world, right? Who, who would be in charge of SWAT team police raids? But I don't think we should have police officers dressing for work like they're going to fucking war. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Because right now, I think cops, not all, you know, but too many cops, too much of their job is too much soldier, too much bully, and not near enough social worker. And, and if that's what they didn't sign up for when they signed up to be cops, terrific. We've got a job for you now in the National Guard, right? Just, just slide them all over. Just, just separate them accordingly. I mean, cer- currently, 70% of cop business is, is drugs. 70% of it. The war on drugs is a complete, total, utter failure. So while we're at it, how about a full federal weed illegal status and every else, every cocaine, heroin, every other drug, Molly, uh, anything under a gram is just is just not fully legal, but fully decriminalized. Turn down the temperature on this fucking drug war and make everything a lot safer. Then. The cops that are left that didn't go over to the National Guard, uh, they need to have the patience and the kindness of a Mormon missionary. As opposed, Mormon missionaries are 
whether you love Mormonism or not. It's a mysterious religion to many, but you got the missionaries. Those guys put up with so much shit, yet nothing but a smile and a good attitude and a good demeanor. I mean, they're already wearing like name tags and a press shirt. Sworn those guys in as officers of the love. Just, uh, just throwing it out there. Cause, cause, do you want that personality type, the Mormon missionary, or do you prefer our current system that involves a personality profile that wouldn't be appropriate for a junior high substitute gym teacher, let alone roaming America's impoverished streets with with a, with a bad attitude and an expectation and sadistic enjoyment of of, of violence. And an itchy trigger finger. Like, that's, that's, that's not the demeanor we want in, in American policing, I don't think. I mean, am I wrong? Those individuals should not be caught. But Mormon missionaries, there's a, there's some, I mean, walking neighbors with a smile and, and, and the, the, the before-mentioned name tag and press shirts. And, 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 pun intended, a saint-like patience, for God's sake. This is an old-fashioned win-win. Let's get uh, let's get on this Mormons. Let's get hey, you get more Mormons, more visible, less mysterious. Just saying, just just saying. Losing friends on both sides. What's new? What's next, Fishby? What's next? Did you have a gender reveal party for any of your kids? Yes, I do have actual physical proof that I've had sex at least three times. Three of those kids. Never, never, never had one. A a gender reveal party. Uh, but I have been to a couple of them through the years, and I am, uh, I, I, I am not a fan. But these gender reveal parties, they're in the news because California is on fucking fire. And one of these fires was started by a gender reveal party uh, gone wrong. Where do you want me to put the pyrotechnic? How about right in the middle of of a tall, dry grass field? Is this what happens when white people have too many white claws? Is, is this what's happening in the suburbs? Make it, make it stop. Uh, California and America via California. I mean, an existential crisis because of these fires. 16% of the entire U.S. economy is California. And remember in the movie City Slickers, you may not, but I do, when Curly dies and upon learning the news, Billy Crystal says, I mean, the guy ate bacon for every meal. You just can't do that. That's California and these fires. It just, uh, what, what does California look like? The, the economy, every, what does California look like? After another 10 to 20 years of wildfires taking out a million plus acres every single fucking year. The Santa Ana winds are not new. 
But this level of destruction year after fucking year is a relatively new thing. And hopefully the time-traveling teen, Greta Thunberg, has a brilliant idea from the future. Because uh, we're looking around and we, we got nothing. We, we got nothing short-term to stop these fires. Otherwise, we, we could be fucked. As California goes, so goes the nation. And California is on fire. It's awful. It's just awful. What's, uh, what's next, Fishby? What do we got? What's next? Yo, it's me, Fishby. Are you ever going to answer the question about the most exciting moment of your summer vacation? No. I don't think so. I people that know me know this about me. I I am completely uninterested and lose motivation so fast for rear-facing projects and and and, and I could cry on 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 the dime just thinking about uh, uh, how much fun uh, me and the executive producer Isaiah had this summer and how much I miss him and, and how much trauma it does to both of us every time we have to say goodbye. Uh, but, uh, no, let's just move on. I know that was a tease from like over a week ago, but we're moving on onward and upward. Let's go fish B. What's next. <laughs> Who's going to win the NBA bubble championship. I'll say this. This pandemic is obviously terrible, but as a basketball junkie, these NBA bubble playoffs so year are, if I can borrow the uh, 80s marketing phrase from the 80s and 90s, fan-fucking-tastic. These are great uh, so far, and I, I have no idea. The Lakers, the Rockets, the Clippers all playing their best basketball in the West. Miami and Boston look great in the East. This is these bubble playoffs, fan fucking fantastic. What's next, Fishby? Would you advise Kanye West to take his medication? Oh, Kanye. Oh, Kanye and his meds. Yeah, he, he has a bipolar diagnosis, and, and, and so do I. Um, I think I'm black. Kanye knows he's black. so there, I mean, there, There's some similarities and some differences uh, uh, between us. Uh, I know how beneficial the medication has been for me. That said, I, I am not a doctor, and I, I would never... Um, implore, encourage anyone to take, to take medication. I, I think that's a, a personal decision that needs to be informed by a relationship between you and your doctor, certainly not you and your, uh, your favorite uh, uh, podcast person and his fishbowl. We're not in charge. We're not in charge. Oh, just in the nick of time, there is Isaiah's music, which means, as always, we've reached our 
final question comes from our 10-year-old executive producer who we were just talking about, Isaiah the Tiny Player. Uh, Today, the executive producer writes, What's the best thing about Dairy Queen? That's a a question from a 10-year-old. There's so many things to love about Dairy Queen. Uh, last I checked, um, I mean, their chicken strips are great. And where else, as one of the chicken strip dipping options, do they have warm country gravy? McDonald's don't. The King, I can't think of another place with chicken strips that has as a dipping option warm country gravy. Uh, also, years ago... Um, I like Warren Buffett. I do. We can talk about that another day. But Dairy Queen financially was going down. And Warren Buffett looks around in Omaha, Nebraska and goes, I like Dairy Queen. Doesn't everyone like Dairy Queen? And the answer was, yeah, we all like Dairy Queen. And then he bought it. And now Dairy Queen's fine. I like the gravy. And I like Warren Buffett. And I like ice cream. Thank you, Isaiah, for the uh, riveting, riveting question. Uh, Social media, not much of a transition, but whatever. Uh, Not really my thing, but I'm told uh, we're there. Uh, At Bob's Fishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne, would I impress you if I even told you we had a website? Well, we do. You can look at it. It's on the internet. And it's uh, bobsfishbowl.com. All right, and uh, now, here's a transition, Uh, moving into what many of you absolutely adore as your favorite part of the show, because it's the end, you bastard. Time now for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and or the finale, Kikavish Beep! Younger brother of a backstreet boy and face tattoo plus mental illness cautionary tale, Aaron Carter, boasted of his porn debut on OnlyFans.com, but showering and playing one's guitar with one's dick out on the internet isn't fucking porn, but it's only a sad matter of time before Aaron Carter's cock does have a future podcast juggernaut, because now that cock's famous. The Golden Girls are allegedly coming back and reimagined as an all-black cast, and they're going to do a live table read slash Zoom commercial called Hamilton by Zoom. And I know this happened forever ago on summer vacation, but big ups to Steve Bannon's perfect hair when he got arrested on some Chinese bad boy super yacht. It was carefree yet dapper. A look that says sunshine and blowjobs, and a look that'll be very difficult to maintain behind bars. And it's established fact that I fucking love the Karate Kid. Daniel LaRusso's gonna fight. And Cobra Kai is a Netflix streaming sensation. But the acting, the writing, the editing, the directing, the fucking everything has the unfortunate sophistication of the worst incarnation of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And that makes me sad to see such great characters wasted. Just wasted. And lastly, a musical composition titled As Slow As Possible, also known by the acronym ASLAP, (laughs) that was written by a now dead American with a strange sense of humor or art or fucking both named John Cage, wrote with the intention of taking over 600 fucking years to play in its entirety. Just had its... 
first chord change in the last seven years. And before that musical switcheroo, there was a pause, and we're using that term loosely that lasted for 18 fucking months. Seriously. This fucker of a tune started in 2001 on an organ in a German cathedral and won't wrap up until 2640. And whether it be my immortality or reincarnation or time machine, Fish B, Elon Musk, and Greta Thunberg will see you there. Woo! Yeah, we... We did run long. I'm sorry about that. A few minutes long, but uh, could have been worse. Could have been worse for uh, for the first show back. And and since we are back, uh, here's my spiel. Uh, between Fish B and I, we, we got a couple close friends, but we, we certainly don't have don't 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 have lots of friends. And and social media scares our mentally ill selves. Uh, the only way this show grows is when you share it. So if you would like to do that. Thank you. If not, still thank you. Nothing, nothing but winning, winning around uh, around this here fishbowl. Um, fingers crossed. Mantis is prayed. Uh, back tomorrow. We will do our best. Till then, say adios, Fishby.